Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Looking like the Capitan, giving them all. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. And to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands Turn them out. 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 Turn them
Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. You know, today I was thinking of uh, what I would say today. And it, and it just dawned on me this way. And I just want to share this with everybody listening. You've got to get some help to make it through life. I cannot imagine where I would be if it was not for the help of my God. If it wasn't for his grace and mercy. If I did not have the ability to lean on him in all the times I've had to lean on him, which has become a daily basis, I have no idea where I would be. But clearly, I know for a matter of fact, I would not be here today. You have got to get some help to get through this thing called life. I am begging you to look into it, man. You've got to form a relationship with God. Without a relationship with God, this thing called life is daunting at times. I don't care who you are. I know I'm speaking the truth right now. Because, it, listen, no matter who you are, what job title you have, what aspirations you may have. I don't care what your educational background is or is not. It does not matter. If you don't get a real relationship going on with God, I don't see how you can make it. So many people are faking and fronting out here like they got it going on and you don't know. And you really don't know how many people that you think in your neighborhood had it going on because you saw a car pull up in the driveway or their house look bigger or the grass is cut nicer. And you only find out that a foreclosure sign on their house, too. See, you don't know the mask that people put on to parade around in is for appearance sakes. So a lot of people you looking at that you think got it going on, who might be the pattern of success that you want to trace. You got to be real careful with that because it may not be as it appears to be. But one thing is for sure, no matter what's going on in your life. I know that behind whatever mask I'm wearing, or I realize that no matter what the appearances may be, that on the other side of me, I'm going to be just fine. See, you may be outwardly people hating on you, talking about you, dragging your name through the mud. Look, man, people can say stuff about you. Most people talking about you don't even know you. They just participating in it. You can have that appearance going on, but behind you, Within you, if you have a relationship with God, it don't matter because you can be all right. I've seen it get real stormy on the outside for me, but on the inside, I just had the feeling I was going to be all right. See, that's what the relationship gives you, man. It gives you the confidence to know that the things that you're going through are temporary. That it's just a space that you happen to be in. Like I said the other day, you got to remember something. The road to success is always under construction. You might as well get ready for that. If you plan it on changing, getting better, doing something about your health, if, if you decide, hey, look, I just would like to live a longer, more prosperous life, or hey, I want to make X amount of dollars, or hey, man, I'm going to stop staying out in these streets and I'm going to come home and treat my family the way they ought to be treated. I don't care what decision you make. 
when you strike out on that road to success, it's under construction, partner. There's barrels out there. There's wide turns. There's detours. You know, it's, it's, it's men out there holding signs saying, slow down. Sometimes they put the stop sign up. You got to wait and watch people go by you on the other side. Then before you can take off again, you've all been on the road with construction on it. It can be so frustrating. And the whole time you on that road, I know when I'm on the road with under construction, I'm always thinking of an alternative path. I ain't ever sat in traffic under construction, man, and thought of if I get off on this exit, where would it take me? Not knowing, but just, man, could I keep moving if I go that way? That's a dangerous thing sometimes, see, because oftentimes when we get off the road of success and we take that other path, we get further and further off course because wasn't no detour sign for that. Just a decision I made on my own because I don't like sitting here. Sometimes I don't have the patience I ought to have. So I've taken some what I thought might be shortcuts. But I got to tell you something. Ain't no shortcuts on the road to success. Even the detour signs wind up taking you a little bit out your way and loop back around. I remember one time I was coming from Las Vegas and uh, there was an uh, some type of chemical spill in a truck. And... Um, you could almost see the smoke up ahead, very faint. So they detoured us through the desert, and we had to go all the way around. And I drove, man, like an hour and a half out of the way. And when they entered us back on the freeway where we were to go back to L.A., soon as I got at that exit to get back on the freeway, I looked right there, and there the accident was. Now. It was an hour and a half, an hour 45, all the way around in that desert to get back to almost the same place. But it was the best way to go because, see, that was the route to take. And that's what you got to understand about trying to make the right decision to be successful, that the road to success is always under construction. You're going to have to go around a little bit. So quit, stop being impatient with, I don't want to go around. I'm going to go this way. You go that way if you want to. Just follow the detour signs. See, because somebody that came up this road before, you have. Somebody that traveled the road already, and they took the way around. And yeah, it seemed like it's a longer way, and you want to make that other decision. But stay on the road to success. It's under construction, man. That's just the way it goes. Don't lose your patience and try to create a shortcut for yourself. I'm going to go away. Ain't nobody ever gone. Wait, hold up, partner. You really think you're going to do that? Listen, there's oftentimes a lot of rewards when you go the least travel path. But the road to success is the least travel path. That's what you keep getting mixed up. You keep thinking if you go another way. No, no. Stay on the road to success. That is the least travel path. It's under construction. You can go out there with your, with your machete if you want to. Talk about cutting new trails. You think the road to success is under construction. Take the other route and get that machete out and see how long you be out there trying to cut a path. Sometimes, man, you, you just got to stay patient. The road to success has been traveled before by millions of people in front of you. Everybody that has some setbacks in life. But don't get off the road of success just because you having some setbacks. Just because you see some orange barrels up. Just because there's some men out there with vests on. What that got to do with you? Everybody. Everybody that's trying to be successful is on that road. Your relationship with God helps you 
guide yourself around the barrels. It helps you have the patience to go around that away. He going to get you back where you got to be. But you got to go out there so you can learn some things. See, you need God to make it in life because the road to success is always under construction. He calms you down when the barrels is up. He lets you know it's going to be all right. He rewards you with the patience to finish because he's going to get you right back where you need to be and you can get on with where you was going, okay? All right, y'all. We're going to try that today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda, to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animal trainers, monkey lovers, people that are scared of dogs, that's Shirley. All of you out there today, join in with us and say, hey, it's a new day. It's a new opportunity. It's another blessing. Man, God is good. I feel so good today, man. Woo! Today's a new day. <laughs> I'm so glad he wakes me up. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica Jr., government name, Kill Spates, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. I want to thank everybody that came out to your Marvel Casino and everybody yeah. came out to the yeah. Choctaw Casino. Yeah. Sold out shows, motivational tour, outstanding, standing ovation, walked off, gave it to the people. And I want uh. you all to know I still got it. Lord have it? mercy. Oh, yeah, right. got it, That's what we got it. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, so you do a little bit of a comedy set. show port. <laughs> the comedy thing got out of hand a little bit. I had to reel it back uh, in. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, you reeled yourself got out back there in? A little bit. Oh. You forgot yeah, you that was the whole hard day. too because I was yeah I'm bad. Oh, I was yeah, I was motivating, but you know I'm always gonna use my gift because hey, I don't like boring speakers, you know. Yeah. 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 A little bit of little bit of cussing. Okay. Yeah, I told him at the top that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> and what did you wear? Let's start at the basics. What did you wear? What did I wear? The first night I wore just a raspberry suit with a raspberry hot, okay. hot Not pink raspberry. Yeah, shirt and tie pink. with some burgundy patent leather boots. <laughs> Not the boots. Uh, came out yeah. for Choctaw and let them have it in a brand new custom Balooty uh-huh. uh, first <laughs> Balooty suit I had made with the ombre faded along the lines, mm-hmm. fill out the lines, came out in gold war gold sweater with that in it. 
pimped it with some with some dog money green uh, gator crop. Oh, wait a minute. Money green. Oh, Jesus. Somebody say stop him before he kill us. Somebody say stop him before he kill us. When you turn that coat, they knew who they were there to see. No, ain't no doubt now. <laughs> it, was, it was a great opportunity for me, man. It, it put me into a new genre, a new arena. I'd never been anywhere like that. Uh, uh, you know, I've oh, given yeah. motivational speeches before, but never just to sell out a show in that capacity. That was a, a wonderful thing. So mm-hmm. I may be on to yeah. something, depending on what God tells me to do. I'm not going. I'm just going to wait and see what God tells me to do. You know, I don't yeah. know. If this mm-hmm. is what I'm gonna be doing a lot of, but you know, if they are, yeah, Rant, they they want Rant. you back, Dresses you ready? <laughs> if they want me, go, you know, can we go do one? Can we go do one? What they do want? One, huh? <laughs> Let's go do one, yeah. baby. No, nah, you don't do motivation, Tommy. That ain't what you do. No, I mean, when I still do a stand up, you got no, that muscle be, back nah, working. No, I don't want to go out and do that because then I'm going to have to, I'm going to lose my other career be gone. Don't get canceled. We had everybody's cell phones in a bag too. Both shows, all cell phones in a bag. Yeah. Coming up in 32 minutes. A couple things I said, I needed them in that bag. (laughs) Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we will hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? We're going to take a drug test up in here, Shirley. That's what uh, we're going to do. Uh, we yes. don't need all of that. Uh-uh. Yes. Well, all of us are straight, but this girl, Faye, Faye, Faye Allen, uh-huh. we're going to check with Faye Allen. And we're going to run a drug test on Faye Allen. Okay? This is Faye Allen drug test. That's what this is. Come on. Let's go, cat dog. Let's holler at Faye. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Faye, please. This is she. Hello, uh, this is Officer Rogers from the uh, probation department. Yes, sir. Listen now, um, you have been uh, on probation for a little over a year now. Am I right, Faye? Yes, sir. You're correct. Now, you're supposed to be serving two years probation? Two. All right. Now, I'm giving you a call, actually, uh, I'm bringing you a bit of bad news, and I, I hate to do this, but you you came in, Faye, a couple uh, couple weeks ago and did a, did a uh, drug test, am I right? Uh-huh, I sure did, I did. All right, now, Faye, I, don't, I hate to bring, bring you some bad news, but the actual drug test that you took has come back positive. Oh, you're and- a lie. That's a lie, that's a lie. That's a wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, you came in a couple weeks ago. You took a drug test. This drug test has actually come in positive. Now, what I want to say to you is this. You're going to have to actually... No, sir, my test wasn't positive. You got yes. the wrong person. Hold on a second. I either need you to to come in to me, or I don't, and I don't want to save the embarrassment of having to send a car out to pick you up. Now, I don't give a damn how much embarrassment you're talking about, sir. I gave you some and my was good. Ma'am, right now I got a. You, po- uh, you have a positive drug test. You have you 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 come up positive, ma'am. Now you're gonna Did have to actually. Did they use your? Did they use your? Did they use mine? We used the one that you brought us. Now must have, here- must have been the wrong one. Couldn't have been. Ma'am, have been, sir. Let- I'm sorry, sir, but I wouldn't have gave you no bad urine. It just wasn't me. Ma'am, now, I don't want to have a. Back to jail. I don't even know why you would call me with this nonsense. 
I got Ma'am. children. I'm trying to do right. I don't know why you would call me. I wouldn't have gave you no bad. That's not me. You said lie. Ma'am, you listen. Lie. You, you actually have to come in and do another three months now. Oh, sir. Y'all can come pick me up. I can tell you right now. I can in your hand if you want me to. Ma'am, your your urine has come back positive of drugs. Now I don't I don't know any other way to explain it to you. You've been actually evidently using drugs again. Sir, I'm trying to tell you I don't use no drugs. I've been clean for a year and some months now. You got the wrong. That's not my. Now, How do you telling you that? How do you know it's not yours, ma'am? It's, it's got your name on the lid, everything. You have come back positive. Well, evidently, you put your name on it because that ain't my And I came back. My would have came back good. You can't call me and tell me I gave you some bad Can't ma'am. call me and tell me that. That's a negative, L- sir. That's a double negative. It's not a double negative. It's a double positive. You've actually come back positive. Say is written here on the actual cup. Maybe you have more than one say. No. No, we don't have more than one fate. You're the only fate. I've actually double-checked that myself. You need to either come in or we're going to have to come out and haul your behind in here. Well, I need you to come right now because I got the right now. Come right now. Come on. Are you trying to tell me that if I come and pick you up and take your urine now, your urine is going to come up negative? Is that what you're saying? I'm telling you that. My, you're double positive with that. My urine is going to come up negative. <sighs> Ma'am. I, I hate to, I, I, I don't want to come out, haul you in in front of your family, but you're actually going to be coming in and you're going to do three months. That's all I can tell you. I you're don't gonna... have time for that, sir. You got the wrong say, I don't know. You got the wrong It's one of the two. Might be both. You got the wrong You got the wrong say. I'm letting you. No positive I ain't had no positive I'm trying to tell you, I got kids. I mean, I, I ain't had no positive Listen, ma'am, I'm telling you one more time. You either want to come in or want me to come and get you. Which one? Let me tell you what I want you to do. I want you to find out who the you have. Because that ain't my Don't call me no and tell me nothing about you got some, some that, that is not good. I gave you some good How many times I got the for y'all? Y'all keep picking up people, falsely accusing folks. Y'all had me saying some Miss my children. Now I'm hot. I've been giving you good and you still wanna with me. I'm tired. I ain't giving you no bad. I'm coming no more with no like that. And where is my probation officer? You say your name is what? My name is Officer Rogers. Sir, I don't know Officer Rogers. Like I said, you might be the reason why the came back positive. You might be the reason. I need to speak with Mr. Williams. That's my probation officer. Officer Williams, no. I have clean at all times. Mr. Rogers, you shouldn't be calling me. I should be calling you because I'm going to, evidently, I'm going to have to come down and haul your behind in myself. Well, you can bring your home. And when you come, you bring Mr. Williams with you. He'll let you know I don't have no positive. You can come to my job. Call. I got... I, you got, you know what, there's one more, there's one more thing that I need to, Bring your come on right now, come on, I got one more thing I need to say to you, are you listening to me, what is it sir, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show, you just got pranked by your sister, <laughs> Allen, I know one thing, y'all play too much, y'all play too much, you tell that whip, I was coming to get Mr. Rogers, she gonna get that whip. Say you all right? No, no positive. Get the hell out of me. Can't 
got me thinking I was doing drugs and didn't know about it. Somebody please tell them I know. I'm going to need y'all not to play with people like that. Okay. But you all right? Hell no, I'm nervous as hell. It's your sister, she put me up to it, baby. Well, when you ever see her, you see what she looks like, I'm going to beat the hell out of her. <laughs> I got one more question for you, baby. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Colleen, Texas, your boy is there this weekend. Twice as funny comedy club, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We got that Sunday for the old school. That's at 4 o'clock, baby. You you leave at daylight, get back at daylight. That's how we doing it, okay? Colleen, Twice as funny comedy club, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's me, nephew, Tommy, and friends. Thank you, Shirley. All right, thank you, nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Beyonce's Renaissance movie hits theaters in December. What? She's got a movie now? I love it. Tyree sues Teddy Prendergrass's widow over the uh, uh, biopic rights. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Also, in sports entertainment, listen, nobody loves me- does media day like Miami Heat's Jimmy Butler does media day. Okay? Oh, Did you see his hair? Uh, yeah. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO. This one's from Brooke in Metairie. Brooke says, uh, I'm 38 years old and my mom was looking at a picture on my phone and she swiped and saw a nude pic of me. Uh, she asked me to show her how to get the best angle so she can take pics for her boyfriend. How do I fix my mom's thottish ways? What? <laughs> well, have you honest. heard that the apple don't fall far yeah. from the tree? <laughs> Hello? Well, you trying to fix your mama's thottish ways. You, girl, she had you. Your mama was thotting for you was. <laughs> your mama has been at this way longer than you. She just didn't have the technology, the technical savvy you got. She now give her angles. this damn technical knowledge yes. so she can get it right. Mm. See, she been doing angles without what she was doing angles for was selfie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She know them angles. She need to know the angle with the cameras. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all it is. She know angles. I love it. So just go on and show your mama. Oh, okay. <laughs> go this on and show your mama. You know. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, mama. Now look, mama. Now look. Uh-uh, mama, mama not that way. Turn your ass girl, My leg way. don't do that. Girl, my leg. Hold on one second. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Come on. Oh. Hold up. Let me see y'all. Hold on. Let me move this out the way so we can get some, get some love in here. What's up, ass? Uh, for everyone listening, Steve's grandbabies have walked into yes. the Yes. What's up? Look at the uniform. Boy, y'all looking sharp. What's up with you, man? Joey, what you doing? Hello, that little princess. Oh. <laughs> oh, looking good, girl. Come on, Rosie, just the queen of them all. Hello, uh, Rosie. Rosie. Oh, Rosie. Wow, wonderful, wonderful. Everyone getting the love. Pop <laughs> in the building. Big dog, come straighten it out. Making all the payments, making the life right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Give me some love, man. Big dime, big dime on that. Say thanks for paying for everything, Papa. Joey, you just going to stay here. You're going to stay here with Papa. Always on Papa's chest. What's going on with you, man? You miss me, dude. Yeah, I know you got love for me, man. I know, because I'm crazy. 
crazy. We finna do some wild get out of school. We gonna be crazy when y'all get out of school. <laughs> what you need, yeah, man? Can you drop me off from school? No, I got to work. I can't drop you off from school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do good with teachers and stuff. <laughs> Bye, Joy. Bye bye. Okay. That was fly. Yeah. yeah. That was cute, oh, nice. Steve. They're adorable. That was fly. That's them rich grandbabies right there, boy. <laughs> man. That's them you rich. You tell your grandkids what to say to you, man. <laughs> Thank you, Papa, for paying all the bills. Right. <laughs> we appreciate you, Papa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, appreciate y'all going through that. You know, that's what happens when you Zoom from your house. <laughs> right. And it's live. You can't really stop it. Mm. You know, they hadn't seen me in a while, so they all came pouring in, you know. That's real <laughs> love, though. I appreciate that. All right. That's the only yeah. thing I like about being a grandparent, just that part right there. Other than that, after that, just go ahead on, go to school, leave me alone. <laughs> well, they wanted you to, one of them said, go to drop school and leave off you school. alone. <laughs> drop me off at school. The hell you're not that, that would be fly, though. Steve Harvey drop you off at school. Come on, you got to get it one time. Dog, I ain't got time for that, man. What I'm going to try? <laughs> I just I just want a picture of you in the school line waiting to pull up. That's what I want. That carpool line. Tell that carpool line. line. I know I know good and well I'm going to the front, so I don't know what we, what all y'all oh, no, doing. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to wait in the line, line like, every, yeah, like other every other parent. You can't skip the line to carpool Oh, no, a soccer mom will cut you out. No. You know I'm driving straight to the front. No, I'm you're not. I'm in at the angle. I'm going to get the nose of my car in uh, at the angle. I'm finna uh -huh. be first. I'm, I'm going to hit the crossing guard. I'm, I'm going to knock the little off. I'm going to knock the little orange cone over. You doing I'm get some attention. They well, that's the safety patrol. Early, Steve, and at uh, least an hour early. What is that? What? They line up for school to pick up their kids yeah. at least oh, yeah, an hour early. You got to get early. out there about an hour early. Yeah, you got to sit there and wait. A, yeah. You have early? To. Yeah. <laughs> You gonna come right in? When Get that's out to pick up, I'm not I'm to there drop off. You, you that's to pick up. <laughs> no, I ain't no pick up. Yeah. Wait, no, I for the pickup. Yeah, yeah. Waiting for in the pickup. Hey, mm -hmm. I'm cross the street. When I see my kids, I drive straight cross. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Y'all ain't, y'all know. <laughs> the traffic Membership has, has its privileges. Yeah. Just, a certain way. You just can't mm -hmm. do it like that, okay? Yeah. yeah I mean, and you have to be on the list. You have to be on the list. They have to know who you are. You got four tickets kid. already. No, 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 no. They got to be on the list. <laughs> y'all want y'all family it? on Family Feud. Stop talking to me. Give me your name and your family can one day be on Family Feud. I can't uh -huh. put nobody on that show. I'm gonna go. You just need to get in the front. I'm gonna stay at the front. I'm not gonna go in the back and all this, all this fumes and exhaust and stuff. What you gonna stand outside? What are you talking about? Fumes and exhaust. I'm in the car. Running. You can't blow in your smoke all on my ride. I keep my eyes washed. I'm next, dog. All this shit here. I'm seeing kids out here. I'm next, dog. <laughs> you telling the soccer mom that I'm next? I'm next, dog. Can a he got a fight mom. on his hands. He does. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, he, he does. They do not play. Hey, your baby soccer mom, your baby ain't even on the basketball team. Who you talking to? <laughs> okay. All right, we're still in C uh, CLO mood, Steve. So uh, this okay, one says... Cool. 
This one's from Nidra in Edgewater, Steve. She says, my husband died four months ago, and at his funeral, I found out he has a 14-year-old child. The child's mother is my husband's co-worker, who I was very close to. She wants us to talk about this situation. Do I owe her that, and should I talk to her? Basically. You ain't got to talk to her about your husband dead. Mm. Yeah. The husband is dead. Mm-hmm. The baby daddy dead. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. have none. All the discussions was with him. He gone. Mm-hmm. He probably he probably got out just in time too for it all came. <laughs> Hit the fan. <laughs> and you yeah, ain't probably got nothing out. in this wheel either. Uh, coming over here. No, no, this gone. No, all this here. No, no, no. You don't, you ain't got to have this conversation with her. She wasn't having the conversation with you when she was sleeping with him. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So what we want to talk about now? Mm-hmm. No, That's we ain't got hard. to talk about nothing. All right. It was what it was. He was a good husband. I loved him. I missed him. But now I know this. I kill him again. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, Steve. We'll have some entertainment news right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour is coming to a theater near you this year. Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, will be will show footage from various Renaissance 
tour stops, including the kickoff in Sweden, this past Sunday night's last performance in Kansas City, and behind-the-scene personal moments with her children, Blue, Ivy, Rumi, and Sir, all while her husband, Jay-Z, is cheering her on. So not only did we have the Renaissance tour uh, all summer, now she's going to, um, in December, release a movie. I mean, you know, that should be fun to see, huh? Behind oh, the that's scenes. That's cheaper. I'm going to go to that thing. <laughs> yeah, you save some coins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only only my wife would go to that one. I wasn't going to that. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I'm yeah. going to catch the movie for $20. Thank yeah, you. and it's a film by her, so I'm I'm thinking she produced it. She, you know, did. Oh, the trailer's out. The trailer's uh-huh. really oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, she posted you know, I might it. Watch I saw it. it. I, couldn't, well, I went to the show when it was in Atlanta. I couldn't even see the show. I was the side show. The people in the crowd. <laughs> the concert oh, goers. I'm seriously, man. I had no idea. Everyone in their silver. I believe the damn that silver. <laughs> that wasn't the damn that silver. It's the dudes that didn't have no pants on. That was what <laughs> was I was just sitting I up here, man. With all these men walking around, these halter tops on and stuff. I was sitting up here trying, trying, trying to figure it out. <laughs> I, I said, "Woo!" You were a bit all distracted. Right okay. I did not know. I didn't know. I ain't been no way. Well, so you are a candidate to see the movie then. Yeah. You're I got to see the candidate. movie because yeah. then I'll be able to watch the show. Right. Because the side so. show was outstanding. <laughs> so how much did Beyonce did you see, Unc? How much did you see of her? I probably saw about 25% of the show. Are you crazy? <laughs> that show was, I was there. You only watched 25%? You was he was distracted. It's the crowd. Well, you, you didn't go to the show in Atlanta. You know, Atlanta is that. <laughs> no, no. I, I did, it was people trying to explain it to me all night. No, Mr. Harvey. At, Atlanta is the epicenter of all this type of activity. Mm-hmm. So it was a great go, show. I wanted to see is. the movie too. I was at the concert. I'm going to see the movie. I'm a huge Beyonce. Might have been a great show. They, all the Hollywood made it sound like a great show. I don't know what she was up there doing because I was too busy watching these dudes walk by with these chaps on with you no draw. Blue Ivy Just dancing. Got a strap on and a boa. <laughs> High heel Gucci boots and a loincloth brush. What? What is y'all doing? What are all these black ass fans? What is y'all popping these fans for? Oh, Why I y'all fanning fans. each other? <laughs> oh, dudes right. coming by with dudes riding on their back with their butt out. I'm going, hey, hey. What is happening? What is happening? Again, the movie comes out in December. It's called Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. <laughs> We're moving on in other entertainment Where's your news. shirt? How'd you get these beads on your head like that? That's too much for 66, you were really, buddy. You were really distracted. Oh, I see. All right. Uh, according to Yahoo Entertainment, now Tyrese and his Voltron Entertainment is um, suing Teddy Pendergrass's widow, Joan Pendergrass, for at least a million dollars in damages over the abandoned rights to Teddy's life story. TMZ claims that Miss Joan reportedly granted him the rights to a book and film in exchange for Voltron Entertainment agreeing to invest in the projects and use his celeb status to promote them and Teddy's legacy. However, back in 2022, 
Uh, Ms. Joan apparently refused to extend the rights to Tyrese and recently posted a statement about this matter on social media. Quote, sadly, things have come to this. Uh, this has been 13 years plus years in the um, making. This man embraced me when he was on this earth and shared to me. Um, no one can play me in my biopic but you, Tyrese. I'm sure of it. End quote. So, uh, back in 2019, it was confirmed that Tyrese would portray Teddy on screen in a film directed by Lee Daniels. Tyrese says he's confident things will get worked out. Really? <laughs> but you're suing her. Envy Home You're going to sue and you think you're going to get the job? What is Power happening? Yeah. It ain't yeah, even a good look. Pendergrass. Yeah. You're suing the widow. Widow. It's yeah. not even a good look for $1 million. Wait a minute. Hold up. It's just not how it works. And I don't even know why. I don't know why my boy always put himself out here like this. She never really loved me. No, I don't think so. Because if she really loved me, she would have left me so easy. Hey, dog, just be quiet. He wrote a song about it. It's a hit. It's fire. Then that's it. Yes, it is. Follow-up singles. is fire, too. Dog, just saying. Get out of court and get off social media. Get off social media and get out of court. You don't do good in court. You, your track record in court is shot. <laughs> All right, do like me, gotta... man. Take your ass somewhere and sit down. You don't see me going to court. It didn't well, work out for me. He said he, he's confident that things will get worked out. But finally, we have to it, get to this All story, his Steve. stuff is confident. I uh, know. We have to get to this story about the Miami Miami Heat and its star, Jimmy Butler. Well, Jimmy Butler had a brand new look for Media Day. Did you see this? He arrived for the team's first official day of work with piercings, eye, lip, and nose, along with a brand new, like, silk press, like, bob kind of hairstyle. His nails yes. were, were painted black. Jimmy said that, quote, I'm very emotional right now. This is my emo state, and I like this. This is me, Jimmy Butler said. This is how I'm feeling as of late. Feeling like Dennis Rodman, look like. what you look like you're feeling like. I reserve all my comments for when we come back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, uh, Steve will comment on uh, Jimmy Butler's new look right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, before we left for break, we were talking about Miami Heat star Jimmy Butler and his new look that he had for Media Day. And it was uh, his nails painted black. He's got new piercings and his nose and on his eye, his his lips. Um, and then he had this, like, bob hairstyle. It was silk pressed out. Yeah. It was pressed out. And, um, yeah, you, did you see it? I know you saw it. Yeah, he looked like a... Uh... What's underdog's girlfriend name? Sweet Polly, Polly, Polly. Polly. Yeah, that's who he looked like to me. And I just thought it was oh, a huge dog. mistake. He kind of looked like Casey and JoJo when he did that flip in his head. Yes, we had the same Casey. style. You know, Remember that? We've all did that. But also, I want somebody else to come in who has a different opinion. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's oh, up? Yeah. 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 I just want to just say, I, I didn't have no problem with the Jimmy <laughs> Butler look. I said, oh, Jimmy, do it for me. Keep the pimps alive. Jimmy Butler for president. You know what I'm saying? I said, I saw that. I said, damn, ain't nobody done that since 1968. 
<laughs> he must think he Ron O'Neill or somebody. Superfly. <laughs> I mean, this boy right here, on the lost his rabbit ass mind right here. Anyway, I just wanted to come in and just say for all the old pimps that's been pimping and everything, Jimmy Butler, keep it, keep it, just, just keep it living, baby. We appreciate you. All that, it ain't gonna work out for you. But we appreciate the effort. <laughs> Why you say it's <laughs> not gonna work out gone. for him, Pimpin'? Well, Why you, you know, say it's, you know. So, Pimpin', you, you're used uh-huh. to rocking that kind of hairstyle. Will it oh, last? Yeah, it won't, well, it won't last when he's playing ball, though. Up and down the court, he's no, gonna sweat it out, no, right? No, no, no. He don't back. understand. He, see, he don't understand. He got, that's every night. Oh, that's he every get night. He got to get down there to Miss Geraldine's, man, to get that thing straight <laughs> back out. Is that a flat iron on? <laughs> See, you got to get that and hold that. You got to go down to the beauty shop. You can't go to Supercuts or Prime or nothing at the mall. You got to go down there to Miss Geraldine's beauty shop. Uh-huh. Still okay. got that. Still got that. Still got that. That head hood dry on the window. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> but Pimpin', why do you think he's so emotional right now? This is how he's feeling of late. Well, you know, all these dudes now nah, they different now. Nah, this is a different world. Everybody tender and gentle now. You know, getting in mm. touch with their other side. Just stay on this side. To hear you all <laughs> over there. <laughs> Nobody give a damn how you feel. <laughs> they say he's upset that uh, Damon Lillard went to the... Did, yeah, yeah, they say uh-huh. he's upset about that, too. That's how he retaliated. He can be upset. He wants you. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, separation marriage is a trend in Japan. We'll tell you what that is right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen to this, you guys. A Japanese couple have been married for many years. They share a child. Uh, They've never shared a home, though, and only really see each other on the weekend. Uh, It's called a, quote, separation marriage, and it's become a bit of a trend in Japan. Couples in separation marriages say they enjoy having each other's love and support, but they also like to maintain an individual lifestyle away from their partner. During a news interview, the husband said, I read I rarely stay overnight at my wife's house. My career carries a lot of weight and importance in my life. The wife said, if my husband is at home, I might not feel free to do some things with which stresses me out. This way, I'm free from that kind of stress. Their child lives full time with their mother. They both strongly believe that living together is not essential for a happy marriage. What do you guys think? We got to get that over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, America. this morning. No, this morning. <laughs> this morning. <laughs> this morning. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. since it ain't. Yeah. Bring that on over here. As you introduce it, I want you to know it's going to be some pushback. Just what you uh-huh. A little bit. <laughs> well, Oof. let me. So, so you guys think this might be a cool concept? I think oh, it's amazing, oh, oh, and I it's think amazing. it's the way life should have been from yeah. the beginning. Yes. Oh, it's great. Yes. <laughs> That's it's a great really Be married, but live in your own self-house. Yeah. Stay so around the, the corner. Is, yeah, the question is, Charlie, is we going to get to do it? No. <laughs> well, no, no, we think it, do this? If you move to Japan, maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, going, man, we married to black women. Come on now. Yep. That's right. You know yeah, we're not that's, having that's, that. That's, that's, 
<laughs> keep all that over in Japan. Matter of fact, I'm, yeah. I'm just asking you, don't come over here with it. And please don't come to my house and try to introduce it because you, you're going to get yourself killed over here. I'm just letting you know. You're going to get both of us killed over here but, with that. Yeah. So just keep okay. it in Japan. Okay, so here's a question, though. What would you do differently if you were married, but you had your own place to live? Just, you know. Well, I don't even, I don't so even like the all, questions you're asking. This is dinner. Married, I just, and uh, I got my own place. How okay. is I going to stay married? <laughs> you you, you see your wife at this point? <laughs> see your wife hey, on the weekend. You can't give me this kind of freedom. You can't. <laughs> my wife knows me so weekends. Uh, Saturday, like Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Monday through Friday. <laughs> yeah. You, you can live free. in your own place and do your career and everything. Like this guy, this Japanese man said his career is, is very important to him. He My carries a lot of weight. Is very important to me. All yeah. our career. Tommy, All yeah. about. Everybody. Junior. Oh, love it. All his mm. career is important. Very important. Mm. So what would you do differently? Yeah. If you could, I mean, say it was you at the house, your here. own house, yeah. you married, but you got your <laughs> what? own crib, man. Uh, so, what so, would you do? And she ain't got no key to that either. I just want to make sure I know everything. <laughs> you need all the rules ahead of Can time. Can she get in there? Can she get in that house? Yeah. Man. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna have to hire a full-time security service <laughs> and, and build towers in front of my house to shoot her for coming over on Wednesday. She yeah. come. I'm telling you right now. What's happening on Wednesday? Yeah. She's not going to stay her ass out this yard. I'm, right now. I'm going to have to get some no... shooters up on post. Yeah, I can't have no free house to myself. I, it's a brick coming in there every night. My glass bill going to be high as hell because she's throwing it in there. I'm talking through the door. I'm talking through the door. Why is you coming over here without calling? Why is you doing that? How many of you, Tommy? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, Shirley. It's a whole house over there. Ain't nobody standing there because she gonna stay where I'm at. It's a whole house we got. Ain't nobody in. You just got your house, Junior. What? <laughs> Is she she always here? over here on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> all right. So, she all was, right. No, that was what you saw on Tuesday. Was the other girl was cute. Mm, mm. This is when Thursday. Thelma. Thelma be here on Thursday. Thelma. Thursdays is reserved for Thelma. See, I match they I match they day of the week up with the name of they with the name. With the uh -huh. name of they Deborah, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh. Hallie, can you go on the patio till she leave? Hallie. Hallie. <laughs> oh, if I'm finna be doing it now. <laughs> I'm going all out. Yeah, this needs to stay in Japan. All right, yeah. coming up next, it's the nephew in today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, find somebody else to play with. Okay, we'll get into that, mm. find out what that's mm. all about in just a few. Yes, but right now, it is time for the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? I got papers mm. on that man. That's what the lady said. She said it right there. In yeah. the book of pranks, she said, I've got papers on that man. We headed into it, cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach, uh, uh, is this Phyllis? Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Phyllis. This is, this is John down at the job. I work out here with Clem, your husband, Clem. 
Clint? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. How are you? I'm good. He slipped and fell today. What? And uh, he hurt himself. Uh, uh, he got he's a little shaken up here at the job. So what happened? What do you what do you, what happened? Well, I, I think he, he 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 definitely pulled something in his back. But okay. uh, we um now, now who are you now? I'm his wife. I'm I'm his wife Phyllis. You're 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 Phyllis. That's right. That's correct. Okay, because we got listed that his wife is Janice, and we tried to call her earlier, but we didn't get yeah, an answer. I'm his wife. Uh, I'm his wife. I don't know who, who Janice. Who the hell is Janice? Janice is who he has listed for a contact when he, when uh, when it's emergency contact or something should happen. No, y'all must, you know, y'all got that mixed up. Y'all must have mixed that up somehow. He wouldn't have put no no damn Janice as his wife. I'm his wife, Felix. So I don't know who who messed up. But that ain't right. I'm the wife. Okay, well, it has her listed as the wife and call her as a, as a contact if something goes wrong. Well, I don't know what to tell you because I'm his wife. Now, I don't, I don't know who messed up. Hold, hold, yeah, hold, hold on one second. Let me let me click over one second. There's a call coming. Yeah. Just give me one second. Janice on the doggone. What's the fuck about? Okay, that was Janice. What? She said she'll, she's going to come out to the job, so you don't have to worry no, about hold up, to get it. No, hold up. No, I'm coming out to the job. I'm his wife. I don't know who no Janice is, but y'all need to get it straight because I'm his well, wife. She said she's so going she's she's, she to come and take him to the doctor. No, she ain't coming so to nowhere, sir. I'm his wife. I'm taking him. Y'all, you don't let you don't release my husband to no body. I'm his freaking wife. So y'all need well, to straighten y'all out. Janice says she'll be right here in 10 minutes, well, man. I guess what? I bet y'all be there in 10 minutes, too, and I bet y'all better not release my husband to nobody. I'm his wife. I don't know who no Janice is, but y'all need to get that straight. I'm on my what way. You, you tell Janice if she beat me there, then hold that, sister. Produce some, some marriage certificate papers or something. To tell her to produce that. I got the papers on that, man. Okay, well, I'm just saying... uh. Janice is, she, he does have her on the list, man, so I can't I don't give a what he has on the list, sir. I don't give a what's on the list. Well, why, why would he have her name man. on the list, ma'am? Why would her name be above your name on the list? You know what? I'm not going to play this little ring around the rosy with you. I got papers on that man, so you better best, y'all best hold up until I get there in case y'all want some more problems. I'm going to release him to Janice as soon as she gets there. You? Sir, you better not release my husband and no body. All y'all must be laid out on the floor. So I'm gonna tell you right now, if my husband ain't there when I get there, it's gonna be some full blown going down. So you best just wait till I get there. This is a bunch of bull, but it's gonna end when I get there. I'm all on her way. I got to hang up with you. I ain't got time to play with you either. So I'm on my way because she gonna answer for this. Janice might get a beat down, and your ass gonna get the business if my husband ain't there. Oh, oh, you hear me? Oh, you hear me? I, I hear you. I hear you. I, 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 I ain't got time to be going back and forth with you playing ring around the road. I'm a grown ass woman. I got to go. I seem like I got some business to take care of over there. Okay, well, well what am I supposed to do with Janice? Like I said, you tell that to hold the up. I'm on my way. She trying to represent like she me? That trying to be me? Okay, I'm what do you want me to tell her? that she wife. It might be okay, right what, do you want me to, what, what do you what do you want me to tell Tommy? I 
Tommy? I don't even know no Tommy. Who Tommy? That's me, baby. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband, oh. Clement, got me to prank phone call you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all full of shit, okay? Y'all are full of shit. <laughs> I'm going to kick all of y'all. Hold on. Nephew Tommy, you stay your ass over there. I ain't got time to be playing with y'all like this. I got time to get my work done. I'm going to kick all y'all asses. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What's what? the baddest radio? What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> the Street Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> come on, all right, come on, come on, come what? on. I want some prank, prank and praise worship up in here this morning. What? <laughs> King of pranks. What? You King play too prank. much. That's it. That's the what? Yeah. You play too much. King I got prank. pranked, stupid, ignorant, crazy. <laughs> you name it. <laughs> <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Colleen, Texas, baby. That's right. Colleen, twice as funny. Comedy Club, 6th, 7th, and 8th. All right? And on Sunday, I got it at 4 o'clock. You know, give you that little matinee style. All right? So the old school can come out, catch a show, and get on back in before it get crazy out in them streets. You know how y'all do. Okay? So that's 6, 7, 8. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is Colleen, Texas, twice as funny comedy club, and then laying in the cut. Uh oh, I got it for you. I got uh, <laughs> I got what they call it, um, Stockbridge, Georgia. Stockbridge, Georgia, laying in the cut. That is August the fourteenth. That is me. That is Monique. That is Rodney Perry. That is Tony Roberts, and that is Dominique in the building. In the building, Stockbridge. Live people. Yeah, it is. Ah. It's called taking it to the bridge. We're taking it to the bridge, baby. Matter of fact, like you'll be back in town. You know, I might, uh, uh never mind. Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, let me, let me. Say it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I ain't going to say it. He just uh-uh. got off stage, though. He, he, no, uh-uh. he yeah, he's fresh. Yeah. You think he ready? 3,000 both cities by myself sold out. <laughs> <laughs> so you say, what, nobody with you? <laughs> no opening or nothing. <laughs> My opening was I made a sizzle reel. <laughs> who, who introduced you? My son. Oh, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the hardest working man in this show business and my father, Mr. Oh. Steve Harvey. Oh, oh wait, that's touching. Killed him. <laughs> yeah. You don't want this, Tommy. Okay, and then uh, we have uh, Sweetest Day. Uh, not the same. Sweetest Day Comedy Jam, October 20th and 21st. You got Gary. Shut up, Gary Owen, Bill Bellamy, hosted by yours truly. We got Tony Roberts, Melanie Camacho, Benji Brown, Kevin Tate, all at the Airy Crown Theater. It's the Sweetest Day Comedy Jam. That is two days. That's Friday night and Saturday night, October 20th and 21st. Tickets are on sale right now. Laying in the cut is the ham, baby. That's right. That's right. It's the ham. Birmingham, Alabama. End of the month, baby. The nephew is there, and it is the same time as the Magic City Classic. You heard me. The Magic City Classic. That's 27, 28, and 29th at the Star Dome. Tickets on sale right now. If you're coming to the game, all you alumni, come hang out with your boy. The nephew is in the building acting straight ignorant. And I promise you that. 28, 27, 28, 29. I got my stupid back, man. I got my stupid back. I lost it for a minute. 
It went down. No, you did. It got low. Stop saying got, that. No, you did. It did. It, it, it got low, Shirley. My stupid no, got low no, for a minute. No. But I got no. it back. No. It never you never lost low. it. Yeah. You never lost it. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was. I was running That's on how one stupid fourth you attack. are. You thought it was gone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know how stupid you got to be to actually think you ain't stupid, but you stupid as you ever. Coming up, coming up next, strawberry letter. The the subject find find somebody else to play with. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, find somebody else to play with. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm dating a man that thinks the sun rises and sets on him. He's very self-centered, and because he has beautiful hazel eyes, he's had these all of his life, he's very conceited. We started dating because I made him pursue me. In the beginning, I never called him, and when he texted me, I left him on read so he would have to work hard to get my attention. He thought it was all a game, and he said he never had to work so hard to get someone that he was interested in. I wanted him to know that I'm the prize, not him. So now we've been dating for almost a year, and I've fallen back. I've fallen in love with him. The tables have turned, 
And uh, he started back talking to me crazy. The other day, I told him that I love him. And his response was, how could you not? This is not cute at all. And I checked him on it. During that argument, he said that he doesn't need to say that he loves me every day because if he didn't love me, he wouldn't. He wouldn't left a, uh, he would have left a long time ago because he, he meets beautiful women every day. I let him know that he better stop playing with me because the same goes for me. I can also find someone that shows me love and appreciation. It's always about him. And if he hasn't had a haircut, we can't go on a date. I've canceled plans so many times because he felt like he didn't look presentable. I've started going out without him because uh, it is awkward because most of our friends are coupled up. But but it's awkward because most of our friends are, are, are coupled up. Sex is awkward, too, because he says stuff like look into these hazel eyes when we're doing it. He is a beautifully handsome man, but he needs to find somebody else to play with. Can he be fixed or does he need to date himself? <laughs> Well, he kind of is dating himself. You know, we love to see confidence in people, but it does sound like your man is quite a bit full of himself, okay? The only other thing I could say about him is that he's been like this since day one. I mean, this letter is filled with him, 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 all the way through the letter. He hasn't changed from from the beginning of your letter to the end, but it seems you have changed, and and you've changed a lot. You're, you're not the confident, self-assured playing hard to get woman that you were when you guys first met. Uh, I guess because you've fallen in love with him, you say. Um, in the beginning, you made him chase you. You know, when he texted you, you didn't answer him right away. All those things. But but now you've let your guard down and Mr. Conceited, and uh, he's changed the game on you. It's perfectly fine to be in love with someone, but not at the expense of your own happiness, Okay. So all I can say is that if this guy isn't giving you what you want and he isn't like telling you uh, he loves you when you need that or he's not going out with you because he didn't get a haircut or if the sex is awkward, then you need to move on and live your life. I mean, you know, all you've talked about is how he looks. Um, anyway, you never said, you know, that he's a good man or anything like that. And like you said, you can find someone to love and appreciate you. Maybe he's just too pretty or too selfish for you. And uh, he's very conceited and stuck on himself and he can't, you know, give you any love or any time. Steve? Well, she says the title of the letter, find somebody else to play with. Well, lady, I got to tell you, first you're doing it right. You, you made him chase you. You made him work for it. You made him earn it. You know, uh, men like the pursuit. Uh, we, pursue, we pursue things that we think have value. Uh, and the more value you have on yourself, the more valuable we'll treat you when we get you. Uh, the only problem you have is you didn't understand what you have to do. After you get them to pursue you, you must keep raising the bar. Men understand that. We are competitors by nature. We know if we want to be the fastest boy on the street, we got to beat all the boys on the street. Now, if a new boy move on the street, we got to beat his ass and we won't keep beating on the, the fastest. That's the rule. If you want to be the best boxer on the street, you got to box everybody on the street. You can now if you can't whoop everybody on the street, you can't say you're the best boxer on the street. The bar always moves when you go up in grades. I'm the best football player in the ninth grade. Well, we're going to tenth now. 
damn it, some other people over here. <laughs> you know, you run track at the little school you go to, the little private school. You're winning. Gonna go down there in that hood. Because they got some different people down there running track. <laughs> about to give a damn about your little jacket with the with the emblem on it. They're going to blow you and that emblem ass going to be off on the ground. <laughs> don't nobody care about you going down that little private school. You're going to here with these black kids. They don't care nothing about that because the competition changes. Men are raised and understand that the bar moves constantly. Women, you cannot forget when you're dating men to keep moving the bar. That you got to rise to the occasion. Create new occasions. Don't stop. That's what happened to this sister right here. She made him pursue him. He's everything. Now, she a little caught up now because he pretty. We're going to get into that second half because I have told y'all about dating these pretty ass men, ain't I? Ain't I? Ain't I told y'all? I done told y'all about dating pretty men. I done <laughs> told y'all. Now look at you. Got the little pretty thing. Now y'all can't go nowhere because he ain't got no haircut. See right there? Hold that thought, We come Steve. back. We're going to get into that. Hold Your that thought. fault you pick pretty. You're cute at the mm-hmm. bank. That's what you get. All right. That's what uh, you let's... get. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up. Why are you mad about that? <laughs> coming up in 23 minutes after today's Strawberry Letter subject, find somebody else to play with. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, find somebody else to play with. Yeah, she done met this pretty dude, made him pursue it, and then she forgot to keep raising the bar. Now he done changed on her. You know, we started dating because I made him pursue me in the beginning. I never called him back. I made him work for it. He thought it was a game. He said he ain't never had to work so hard to have to fight to get somebody who was interested in it. I wanted him to know that I'm the prize. Lady, I'm telling you, you did everything right. So now that we've been dating for almost a year and I'm falling in love with him, tables have turned and he started talking back to me crazy. See right there, the tables didn't turn. You didn't raise the bar. You have to keep raising the bar. A person can only talk to you crazy if you let them. If you let them. Other day I told him I loved him. His response was, how could you not? I love you. <laughs> you see me. Look at me. Baby, I love you. See you see how pretty I am? Look at me. Okay, you're not. <laughs> this is not cute at all, and I checked him on it. Doing that argument. Now, you in an argument, you done told a man you love him, and it didn't resulted in an argument. Mm. He said if he didn't love you, he ain't got to tell you that every day, because if he didn't love you, he would have left you a long time ago. Dog, what? Like, nah, nah, that's to make you feel fortunate. Because he meets beautiful women every day. Oh, okay. So I let him know he better stop playing with me because the same goes for me. I can also find somebody that shows me love and appreciation. It's always about him. If he ain't had a haircut, we can't go out on a date. I canceled plans so many times because he felt like he didn't look presentable. I've started going out without him, but it's awkward because most of our friends are couple up. Then sex is awkward too because he say stuff like looking to these hazel eyes when we doing it. He's what? a beautifully handsome man, but he needs to find somebody else to play with. Can this be fixed or does he need to date himself? All right, let's go back to this letter right now. <sighs> he How told pretty you, is he? the funniest line I ever heard one time, I used to play golf with this dude named Pretty Ricky. Mm-hmm. He used to win the uh, Black Enterprise Golf Tournament every year till this young frat brother's son came along and started whooping him. 
Pretty Ricky was a funny guy, man. We called him Pretty Ricky. Mm-hmm. This girl was one time was talking to us. We was having a, a break at the ninth hole. She came up to Pretty Ricky said, so you're Pretty Ricky? He said, yes, I am. She said, why they call you Pretty Ricky? He said, isn't it obvious? Crushed him. <laughs> he said, she said, why they call you Pretty Ricky? He said, isn't it obvious? I fell out laughing because it was the coolest remark I had ever heard. Yeah. And isn't it obvious? <laughs> and so it reminds me of this dude with the, hey, but, but Pretty Ricky was a good dude. If he out there, oh, tell okay. him I got love for him. But now, you know, you dating this pretty dude. I done told y'all about getting these pretty ass men. Now, you trying to go on a date. You can't go nowhere because he don't got no haircut. So, just come on. No, mm-hmm. oh, trim your little hair up with your little edges at the house and come on. You canceling dates because he pretty. He's spending more time in the mirror than you. He licking his baby finger, wiping down his eyebrows. Don't date nobody like that. If you see a man lick his baby finger and then smooth his eyebrow with his baby finger, careful. Careful. Now nah, he's sitting up here. Now, now making having sex is awkward. Yeah, yeah. Look into these hazel eyes. I got news for you. Brown eyes do that too. Yeah. Here's some brown eyed boys in here. Put it on you, huh? Come on now. Come on. I got a partner. We call him Cyclops. He he got one eye. It's kind of the other one, kind of gray, cause he got you know. Yeah, he got he got an accident when we was kids. Mm-hmm. And cut his eye, you know, they didn't they have nothing to fix it back then. So he just got this gray eye. We call him Cyclops. Well, not in front of girls. We just call him Clops for short. You know, Cyclops. <laughs> like they when can't the, when figure the girls that out. Clops. Oh, you softened it. We call him yeah. Clops. Yeah, we call him Clops when the girls are around, but it's Cyclops when we by ourselves watching right. the game. Right. Man, <laughs> like, we'll be cheering for the game. He go, man, you see that? They say, did you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Back to the letter, crazy. <laughs> this is a letter. Listen to me, ladies. That's date you. Uh, get you an ugly man. Get you a man that's bearable to look at. Why she that's gotta bearable. get an ugly I'm, man? Yeah, because you know, pretty men don't ever work out. They just don't. Ask anybody that's married or dating a pretty man. I it did. don't work. Get you a what man you, that's just you know bearable. That- you know there's somebody on the show that will disagree with you. Come on. That's Tom. why he married though. And I'm doing just fine. It worked out for me. Yeah, she married somebody that's bearable. You've never heard Lemonade say, Oh my God, he's pretty. You've never heard him. Ever. I've all heard him. And I've known him the whole time they've been married. I've never once said he is so pretty. Have you ever heard anybody say he was pretty? But that's in his no. mind though. Stra- no, it don't matter. Strange. You should have it in your mind that you're attractive. But know in your heart that you're not. <laughs> don't lie to yourself. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> just, hey, man, look, when I walk out on stage, I already know just dress nice as you can because you uh-huh. got flaws. <laughs> just wear as nice no a suit as you can. <laughs> yeah. So, in your mind, say you're attractive. But in your heart, know your ass is blown. <laughs> blown. <laughs> No, know it. Uh, hope somebody accept you as you are. No, I'm talking about toe up from the flow up. All right. No, Listen. Shut up. Post your comments on today's Stop. strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM on, on uh, 
Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. We never sounded so good. Downloaded today. Coming up in 46 minutes after, it's Junior in Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior. It is time now for Sports Talk. What you got for us? Pimpin'. What's up, everybody? What's up, ladies? How y'all doing? Hey, Pimpin'. I was on the show hey. earlier today, you know, yeah. about sports about yeah. Jimmy Butler, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go, man. Lions over the Packers, 34 to 20. Come on, D. Yeah, Detroit. here we go, man. <laughs> here we go, man. Falcons lost to the Jaguars, man, 23 to 7. I think I picked the Falcons, though. You did. You picked the Falcons, Pimpy. <laughs> oh, man. Lucky. Dolphins lost to the Bills, man, 48 to 20, man. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Uh, surprise. We didn't care about this game, Pimpy. The Broncos beat the Bears 31 to 28. Nobody Show sure did. Congratulations, Russell Wilson. Man, <laughs> I like Russell. Woo-hoo. Russell and Sierra. They're nice people. You know what I'm saying? There you go. The Ravens over the Browns 28 to 3, man. No Deshaun Watson. Well, I didn't, you know, we'd have whooped him, but Deshaun Watson ain't played, man. He got that shoulder. He out. The Texans, 30 to 6 over the Steelers. Man, on, I'm sure want to say thank you, man. I sure <laughs> appreciate that, Texans. I ain't think y'all was going to do it, but damn, y'all beat the Steelers. Long live the Texans. <laughs> oh, <thank laughs> you, hey, man, the Vikings got to win, man, over the Panthers, 21 to 13, Pippin. Yeah, I knew that. I was trying to hope that young boy could get himself together. He ain't ready uh-huh. yet, though, next year. Oh, well, Pippin, he go another one. Pippin, it's going to hurt you right here, man. The Rams over the Colts, 29 to 23. They came back. Man, that boy Anthony Richardson, he the real deal, though. Yeah. He the real deal. He tried, damn. <laughs> here we go, Pippin. The Buccaneers over the Saints, 26 to 9. <laughs> Picked it. That's a damn shame. It is. That's a damn shame. <laughs> Baker Mayfield lead the Browns and go win some damn game. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles over the Commanders, 34 to 31. Come back. Sorry, Commanders. Y'all was looking good for a while, but Jalen Hurt hurt him. Titans over the Bengals, man, 27 to 3. Thank you. <laughs> Bengals gone again. <laughs> Here we go, yeah, Pippin. You on this three. roll, Pippin. The Chargers uh, over the Raiders, man, 24 to 17. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I'm killing them. What? 49ers <laughs> over the Cardinals, 35 to 16. Everybody knew that. <laughs> Chiefs <laughs> over the Jets, 23 to 20. Who didn't? The Seahawks over the Giants, man, 24 to 3. Pippin' over the road. Told y'all everybody <laughs> have it. Y'all wouldn't listen to me. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. Thank you, Pimpin'. Pablo, baby. Coming up at the top of the hour, a listener needs some advice. He says, I caught my married neighbor's side piece on my ring camera. What do I do? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, this is from Gabrielle on Steve Harvey FM. She says, my husband and I are close to the couple, Dewan and Sherry. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember those names, Dewan and Sherry. Dewan and Sherry live across the street. We've known them since we moved in four years ago, and the four of us are fairly tight. Recently, the ring camera we have facing the street and their house has recorded several visits by a young woman with a clipboard. She's never visited when both of them were home, just when Dewan was alone. Dewan lets her in, she stays for an hour or two, and she leaves. My husband and I didn't think much of it. Until the last time when the woman was leaving, but leaned back inside the door and to our surprise, gave Dewan a kiss before heading down the sidewalk walk to her car. My husband and I don't know what to do with this as as we like this couple a great deal. Do we ignore it, though? We're not sure we can act the same around Dewan after this. Um, should we show the videos to Sherry or to Dewan? We're at a loss and we have a dinner schedule. Scheduled with them next week. So what should they do about that? that ain't uh, your business. What your ring can listen to me? Your <laughs> ring camera is to capture stuff at your house. Uh, right. Your damn security. Your <laughs> ring camera. You bought it for your house. It ain't uh, even supposed to be aimed that high. <laughs> Lower your damn doorbell ring. Put your stuff down just from your mailbox back up to your house. What are you aiming all out in the street for? That ain't none of your damn business. And you you and your husband trying to figure out if y'all should show her or him. And y'all just act like you've been like, it ain't your damn business. Mm. They want to know, should they show Sherry or should they show Dewan? Yeah. First thing is, why don't you show name? nobody? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What are they supposed to do when they go to dinner? I'm surprised that your husband, and this is really her in this Yeah. Her husband. I promise you her husband ain't going, I wonder what we should do. Unless he just square as hell, too. He got talking about what we ought to do. For real. Oh, my God. I don't know what we're going to do. It just seems like it's such a nice couple for him to be doing this. What's the clipboard for? You know, it's been going on for quite some time. She leaned back in and the kiss, I just said, oh, my God. Now, What? She said that, no, that she and something. her husband don't know what to do because they like the couple a That's lot and they're going to dinner with them next week. So what they going to do at dinner next week? Said, what they going to do? Just go to dinner. What is y'all talking about? 
What y'all got to do with it? They don't feel the same now about Dewan. They they don't want to be, you know, fake. I'll tell you what dinner. you do then. i tell you what you If oh. you don't feel the same about Dewan, then cancel dinner next week. But they're she all so she, close. So yeah. eventually they They ain't close no more. <laughs> Dewan, Dewan close Dewan to who he want to be close to. <laughs> yeah. Dewan, Dewan, Dewan got new friends. <laughs> the lady with the clipboard. <laughs> Dwan got a new friend. What has she got the clipboard for? <laughs> That's, That's a prize. That's game taking right a survey. That's right. part of the game. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. She don't really uh-huh. use it. All right. Well, I think we I think we have time for another one. Uh, Victoria on Facebook writes, My dad passed away when I was young, and a few years later, my mom started dating a new guy. After they were together for less than a year, they had my little brother. We are both adults now, and my mom is still with my little brother's father. The problem is that he's not a good person. He's cruel and dishonest. My brother and I hardly have any relationship with him. Neither of us will take our kids to see him, but my mom comes to see her grandkids often. She's not even 50 yet, and I'm afraid she's going to spend her golden years with a man who isn't caring or a good person. How can I get her to see what his own son sees? What you probably need to do is buy yourself a doorbell like them people in the <laughs> and get you some footage. Get you some actual footage of him being a bad person. And then Cruel you take and it over there and, and have and show them the video and have Dewan come over from across the street to other people's house and just say, Dewan, these ain't the only people got doorbells now. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, thank you. Sometimes you got to let people just learn on their own. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. This is a, a weird animal news story, Steve. This is an emotional support alligator. Okay. We know we've heard about emotional support dogs and cats and all that. This is an emotional support Alligator. This alligator was turned away from a baseball game, turned away from a baseball game in Philly, um, but he was invited by the players. His name is Wally. He's a six foot long, 55 pound alligator who has over 25,000 followers on Instagram. Well, he was turned away because he did not meet the requirements of a quote, service animal. Wally's owner, Mr. Henny, has told multiple news media outlets that he wanted to clarify this story and that Wally had been invited to the game in fact we were invited there's a big difference I don't just do stuff on my own Mr. Henny works with alligators and Wally is special he says he helped him get through depression during his cancer treatments Hey, 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 that ain't no service. <laughs> it's animal. an emotional support alligator. No, no, you had cancer. That ain't got nothing to do with that damn alligator. Your ass had cancer <laughs> anyway. Talking about the alligator. If I tell you, if the players invited him, cat a damn alligator down in that damn dugout. That's what you bring in there and see how many people stay in that damn dugout. We're going to clear this dugout. <laughs> clear the <Yeah>. dugout. <laughs> Hell, you bringing them down in them game for talking about you had cancer and everything. You got, boy. He said Wally is special. He's not like other alligators, Steve. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Keep on feeding Wally. Keep on feeding Wally. Yeah. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather have a quickie or would you rather have an all-night escapade? Quickie or all night long? Quickie. No, I got to go to work. Yeah, B. Working. What about yeah. doing all that? Oh, you Junior said, all said night. B. Junior said B all night. Yeah, one night. And Steve, yeah. you said all night. That's good. No, Steve no, no. said I, I, I got to go to work. Oh, yeah. quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> Junior just, Junior oh, I thought you had to go to work all night long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. Well, it probably changed in a few years, but I just got married. So, yeah. Be- oh, okay. All right, yeah. Junior. All right. I see yeah. you. See, you, right. don't, you, don't, you don't know nothing yet. Listen <laughs> me, Junior. Yeah. All right. teach you something. It's all about that ending. Yes. <laughs> Let's move the ending up so we can go home and sleep. <laughs> it's all no about the ending. <laughs> no halftime, none of that. Yeah. Putting that work. Putting in work. No, dog. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Dog. All right. You know how many times I've done this before? Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what this leading to. Let's get what it's supposed to get led to. Yeah. Stop this. Uh, all right. So, would you rather date someone with no emotions, no emotions at all, or would you rather date a compulsive liar, someone that can't possibly? Talk I want that non-emotional person, just flat, just, just blank, nothing, just yes. dry, dry just, just dry, bland. Yeah. Uh, nah, I, I want the liar. <laughs> you just, why do you want to lie? Because I'm lying too. <laughs> it's easy lie for to me. each other. Yeah, Everybody, yeah, I've been married to and got the liar, so ain't no need to stop it now. <laughs> Get, ask me any question. Watch this. Will you ever grow hair back on your head? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just lying for no reason. For no reason, the no. truth would have been fine right there. Right there, but right there, you know, just in case you want some, some going with some hair, I might. Right. Oh, Zanaka <laughs> said, "Well, he said he can grow it back." Okay. All right. Last one. Would you rather have Thanksgiving leftovers for lunch every day for the rest of your life? Thanksgiving lunch uh, re- leftovers for lunch every day, or would you rather have a kale salad for lunch every day? Leftovers from Thanksgiving or a kale salad. Ooh, I don't I want no kale salad no matter what. <laughs> I know. Hey, kale. I never asked for no kale. <laughs> Tell you what, if you get a kale salad or real kale salad, they don't they don't cut it up real fine. Yes. To eat it, you have to get down on all fours. <laughs> In the world. <laughs> That's a different texture. Yeah. Okay, so Thanksgiving le- leftovers for lunch every day then. Uh, Turkey, dressing, mac and cheese. All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, our last break of the day. And Steve Harvey will close out the show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper 
into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we are, guys, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. It's been a good day. Welcome back, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. You know, I did a lot of traveling the past couple of days after I left the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, motivational too. I want to thank everybody at Yamava Casino mm-hmm. and Resort uh, down in uh, Highland, California. Uh-huh. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. That resort is really, really nice. Oh. Really, really, really nice. Okay. And um, I don't know the nation of... Uh, Native Americans that are, but I'm going to get a DNA test because I think we're related somehow. I really do. Uh, they got a lot of money, and I think we need to look into it. Uh, they're doing exceptionally oh, well. Yeah, that casino, and then they just recently bought the Palm Hotel in uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. So they're making a lot of money, man. The theater was them. amazing, 3000 completely sold out. A lot of people came down from L.A., there was a lot of fans in there, man. It was really heartwarming for me. I haven't gone to a venue for selling tickets since 2015. You know, what did you learn from that experience, been, Steve? Uh, that I still got it. Being back, I still got Being it. Back. I don't know what to tell you. I still got it. You know, it's a motivational tool, but uh-huh. I'm going to always use my gift of comedy to keep it interesting. Uh, the second night in Durant, uh, uh, Durant, Oklahoma, at the mm-hmm. Choctaw Reservation, another great facility. I was pleasantly surprised. They're sold out again, mm-hmm. completely sold out, oh. standing room tickets only. And um, the comedy part got a little bit out of hand. Uh, what does that mean? I, what does that mean? Well, I wrote about, I probably wrote over the weekend probably five bits. Uh-huh. I wrote five bits on stage because I didn't plan on any mm-hmm. bits, but mm-hmm. I stumbled across five bits that if I do a comedy special, five of them things could be written up into some real nice stuff. But it was so many people came up from the Dallas area, uh, 105.7 uh, KRMB down there in Dallas, man. A lot of people mm. came up. It felt like Dallas to me, man. It really did. Nice. It was cheering, man. It was crazy. Standing ovation. It made me feel warm. It was the first time I've really uh, gone out as a motivational speaker. I still use the comedy because I like to hold people's attention. But it was about faith. It was about discipline. It was about imagination. It was about building bridges. It was just about a lot of stuff, man. I discovered some things. I want to thank my son, my oldest son, uh, who was with me on the tour, uh, helping me with all of the logistics of it, uh, holding me down and uh, understanding what I was trying to do. Uh, my my bodyguard, Boomerang and JT, came up from oh, wow. Dallas. I had all a right good now. time seeing them boys. Uh, we was joking about everything too, cause you know the end. Out there was talking about the internet. I said, you know, there's a rumor going around about my bodyguard and my wife. There he is over there now. I don't know how you think that's real. But I don't know how you think. I'm gonna let his ass stand over there. Oh yeah, yeah, I said that. 
Oh yeah. Oh, I said oh, they was in that holly. You know, I dressed uh, some of the social media stuff. I just had a good time, man. It was a, but it was mostly uh, me just sharing some jewels and gems I've learned along the way, mostly about faith. And the audience was really, really receptive to that, man. There's a lot of people. You know, something I try to encourage people. You know. I, I said it in a jokingly way. I've never said this before, but on stage, I said it in a joking way. I said, the Bible says there's none perfect, no, not one. I said, so I quit trying. So I do the best I can. When I stumble, I get back up. I ask for forgiveness and I move on. I don't know who these people are. They're sitting up in here telling you you're going to be perfect and you got to practice perfection Then practice it all you want. It's not going to happen. So what you have to do is when you make a mistake or you fall short, ask for forgiveness and get back up on the bike and ride off. You know, what what knocks people down is this constant preaching of perfection and it makes you think you ain't worthy no more. Nobody's worthy. Nobody. Everybody's imperfect. Nobody gets through this thing sin free. Nobody. You were born into this world as a sinner. You will die a sinner. But through God's grace and mercy, he's prepared a heaven. Now, if there are no perfect people, but yet and still he has a place called heaven, who going? See, that's why people people get off the wagon the wrong way. You keep preaching perfection at people and then you make Christianity seem too hard. So then people scared to try it because they don't want to fail at it. Well, everybody going to fail at it. If there's none perfect, no, not one, but he done prepared to heaven, who's going to heaven? I sound to me like it's going to be a lot of imperfect people up there. That's what it sound like to me. Now, I don't know exactly how he going to do it, but that just stands to reason to me. And, you know, I've just I've just learned, man, to walk the walk that I have with Christ and be the Christian, the level of Christianity that I am. If you advance Christianity, then fine, do that. I don't know how to do all that you're doing. But even if you say you're doing all that, guess what? You ain't. You Mm -hmm. ain't, man. I know you ain't. Well, you was up there cussing. I told you I was going to cuss now. (laughs) tripping with me you know you act like you well i don't cuss but you do something you might not cuss but you do something though and all mine happen to have a microphone and a spotlight attached to it yours is in the covenant of the house and you could do it by yourself but you still do it god see everything god in the forgiving business y'all remember that god is in the blessing business he's in the get get yourself together business Take advantage of that. Have a relationship with God. Take your imperfect self over there. Have a relationship with God. Ain't God good? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Have a good one. Talk to God today. Love to hear from you. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 